You are listening to the Shit You Can't Make Up podcast, a conversation with friends, hosted by Marisol Sanchez. Hey. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> it's going well. Um, I hope you recognize that very special voice. That is my dear, dear friend, Miss L- Beth Lennon. Hello. Hey, Marisol. How are you doing? I am doing really well. Good. We're sitting here in the palatial offices of the Myrtle Grove Library. I know, right? <laughs> Our new podcast office. I can't do it at home with the dogs. I know. It's just no, no, boing, no my, point. My dogs are just as bad, and my bird and sings you the, the whole entire time in the background, yeah. which I don't think really... I don't think it bothers people, but like Mm-mm. I think the dogs barking. I think it bothers distracting to us. Yeah, it bothers engineers yeah. more than anything. Yeah. Like engineers are weird about um, background noise. Background noises. <laughs> like I'm like I'm not that committed. Like I, I love the podcast. Thank you all for listening, but I'm not that committed to like getting like a soundboard and yeah. you know. Um, but I am committed enough to go to the local library and pay five dollars to. Right. Their room. <laughs> well, and uh, if you, if your longtime listeners, I'm sure, will notice an incredible <laughs> change from podcast number one to this podcast in yes. quality. Yeah. I've heard that many, many as, times. As now. I look at you and your headphones. I know, I'm so professional now. <laughs> you are so professional. Um, so I'm back from Paris. Yay. And I needed you to come on the podcast to the talk to me. City of Light, right? The city of Light. Yes, right? Love. No lights. Yes, yeah, I think. Of light, yeah. City of Lights. I love Paris. Oh, gosh. I love Paris, too. We went, my husband and I went about a year ago and stayed for eight days and um, basically spent the whole entire time just in Paris. And one day we went to Versailles, which was amazing. I'm sure you'll, but like, we never, we didn't get to all the stuff on our list. Everybody got their one thing that was at the top of their list, Mm -hmm. but we didn't get to the whole list, which is crazy being there eight days. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I didn't do too many touristy, like this is my Mm -hmm. third trip, um, or at least third trip to France, second Mm -hmm. trip to Paris. Um, And I didn't, I did some touristy stuff, but it was, um, it was an amazing trip. It was like, you know, I get annoyed when people compare my trips to like Eat, Pray, Love. You know, like when I went to <laughs> India, everyone's like, oh, this is like your Eat, Pray, Love. And Which one is this? This is the <laughs> Eat. <laughs> this would totally be Eat because okay. that's basically what I, yeah. like with abandon. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> with complete abandon. This is the Eat part. You already had the Pray part. Yeah, it's funny. I was I've been going to this doctor for uh, just some nutritional stuff before before I left, and um, they put me in an extremely strict diet to reintroduce stuff to figure out you know some stuff that's going on with me. And um, like right before I was leaving, I texted him and I was like, "Yeah, screw it. We'll start over (laughs) when I get back. We'll eat your blueberry cupcake before you start on it again because it's super yummy from Coastal Cupcakes. I will totally eat that. I haven't started yet. I'm." detox next week i'm just getting over jet lag right now yeah oh yeah that's tough so how what ended you up what ended you up in paris like well it was supposed to be a room well first of all i was the way it all kind of transpired um was i initially thought i was going to work not in paris to go um to mexico i work in the call center industry and um Shockingly, there's a lot of call centers in Mexico. Right. <laughs> um, but for reasons not very important, that got pushed back. So I had already 
made arrangements for the kids. They were going to be with their dad. And um, <clears throat> I had that week. And then someone from my past, a man, we shall say, okay. um, who's, I mean, you kind of know a little bit of the story. He's basically been trying to get me to go to Paris with him for about two years. I, he was the person I went to Paris with the first time. And how old were you then? That was... Uh, it was 1998. France had just won the World Cup. And we went around my birthday around this period of time, which is Bastille Day, which is a huge... Right. So it was an amazing trip. Like, we both fell in love with Paris. Um, and what birthday was it? <clears throat> well, that math, I can't... I'm not... So able to do. You know it was 1998, but you don't know how old you were. <laughs> Can oh you figure that out for me, please? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even going to pretend to be embarrassed. Someone These else do the, the math. things that I just can't understand, Marisol. <laughs> you, you do the math. Well, wait, 44, right. I'm going to be 44 in 2017. <laughs> so um, it was about 20 years ago. Yes. So you were about 24. Let's yes. just do like round great up. estimation. Round, yeah. Round it down. <laughs> Um, remember, I freeze with early, math. Right, early uh, early twenties ish. Yeah. All right, Beth knows this, but and well, most of my friends know this. But when it comes to math, I literally have brain freeze. I just freeze. So yeah. It's <laughs> not a sign of my intelligence; <laughs> just an issue I have. Um, so yeah, it was around twenty four. It was a beautiful trip, and it was it was an amazing trip, and it was amazing to him too. He, right. It held special meaning for him as well. So he, for about two years, he's been trying to. He doesn't live here locally. Um, we reconnected after my divorce, and he'd been trying to get me to go so and recreate that. Yeah, he special s- trip for um, Christmas this year. He sent me this beautiful, uh, beautiful painting of the Eiffel Tower, like the not like a copy, like a legit, a real painting. <laughs> like, oh gosh, I have to get this frame kind of painting mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Mala beads over the the years. He's just was really set on on us recreating that trip and um so he had sent me an email with uh, really cheap flights <clears throat> excuse me to uh, paris and i said fuck it let's do it let's go <laughs> all right so i booked the trip and um about two weeks prior to us going um that just fell through yeah, um, which I think happened organically and was meant to right happen, because you know it would not have been the same magic trip that you had when you were twenty four ish. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the same. It might have been better. It could have been worse. It. He's it wouldn't the person have been the I same. dated right before I left him for my ex husband. Right. So I was. You he know, was the one you were dating before you met your husband. Yes. And, yeah. Um, you know. Again, there's no point going back and regretting choices you make. And I have right. three beautiful children who um, I love, and I love everything about my life. And it just would I think it would have just felt in, inauthentic. And, mm-hmm. you know, like we were trying to push something that just wasn't. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how it would have been because it didn't matter because it didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of freaked out. I was trying to get someone else to come with me a little bit and then um i i thought about canceling um the ticket was non-refundable right so that was so you're just gonna lose your money if you canceled yeah and then um i hadn't and you'd be very proud of me i had not done a budget for anything other than the ticket and minor expenses because we were going together and he was getting the the hotel room um 
So I looked at it and I was like, all right, if I can find something nice and safe for X number of dollars, I'll, I'll think about it. So I went at Airbnb and I found this amazing, amazing apartment um, right across the street from this park that's it's kind of considered the uh what's that park in our in the New central York city park? yeah like the central okay. park of paris um, okay that, uh, just an amazing park i was on the top floor do you remember what it was called um i could look it up but i'm not gonna be able to pronounce it no it's not. boots and it's b-u-t-t-e-s okay. is the, right. the first name um 200 so it was 200 bucks for a week wow i was like all right, that's that's incredible. Like, You're worth it. <laughs> Click it, take it. Um, note to self: it was two hundred dollars because there's a shower. <laughs> <laughs> that was buried way down in the fine print. I don't even think it was in the fine print. Um, there was no shower. The bathroom was outside the apartment, which is funny because I'll tell you a story about that in a bit. But it wasn't in the apartment, and there was no shower. Um, I was resourceful. I was like, okay, well, where I have to take a shower. Um, so I signed up. I got a few day passes at a yoga studio, hot yoga studio. Did yoga. Took a shower. shower. Life was grand. So <laughs> all was good. Um, and so I went by myself. I went by myself. And, you know, I've been writing a lot. And I actually wrote three blog posts from Paris. Right. Um, it, was, it was your muse. Inspiring. I don't know. It, the flow was there. It was yeah. there. Um, but the way it all kind of happened, and this is going to sound really cheesy, and I know, and I apologize, but I swear to God, I feel like I was meant to be there by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I was meant to date myself. I was meant to, you know, you and I talked off mm-hmm. uh, off mic a couple weeks ago where I'm like, you know, I'm really, I'm ready. I'm right. ready to date. Like, I'm not fucking around. I'm, I'm ready. I know I have not been ready prior to this. Um... So that happened where I wasn't going on this trip with him, and then I go by myself, and it was like, I think I was meant to do. I, like, you can't really love other people until you love yourself, right? And if you've been a listener of this podcast or read the blog, you know that that is an issue, <laughs> <laughs> something you're working on that I've been working on for a long time. But there, it just kind of came together. It just was like, I did what I wanted. I, I didn't feel like I needed to do anything other than what I want to do. I ate what I wanted to eat. I woke up when I wanted to eat. I wrote, I wrote a lot. Um, I traveled. I saw what I wanted to see. And, um, and it, was, it was awesome. The, right. The second day, I was, there's a little two cafes, actually, right by the apartment that I, I visited regularly. And um, one of the waiters there actually surprised me with flowers my second day oh that's nice it was sweet i didn't know who <laughs> I, it was he had walked me one night uh excuse me to my apartment but he was super young it wasn't romantic i mean he was like closer to my son's age than right i, I can't even like <laughs> I can't my mind can't even wrap myself around that it was romantic in any way um but i was writing in his cafe and i was writing actually about my mother and it, i got emotional and not in a sad way and it just like uh you know emotionally and um so he came and and we tried to communicate what i you know that i was okay (laughs) i was just writing yeah um and so he gave me flowers and that was that was just like yeah sweet um and then some of you if you follow me on snapchat which you don't have to because i even hate the fact that i just said that phrase out of my (laughs) mouth um (laughs) know that i locked myself 
out of my apartment. Did you see that? I saw that, I think, on some other social, social media. media. <laughs> Maybe Instagram. I don't know. That somebody wrote it or something? So like. another friend of mine wrote, told the story on Facebook. Uh, but I was in a towel, left my apartment to go to the bathroom. The bathroom is outside of the apartment. <laughs> yeah, to, like, freshen up uh, to go out to dinner. And the wind hit the door, and I was locked out for about two hours. Um <laughs> Luckily, that was right. Two hours? Two hours. And it's a long time. It is a long time. Uh, well, locked, I was out for two hours. The Airbnb guy came within an hour, but it took an hour to get in. And it was so funny. He was trying to knock it open with his um, leg. And, <laughs> and he couldn't. And it's one of those old-fashioned keys, you know, like really right, old. So, skeleton key yeah, kind of thing. So, um, and I'm st- like, we're both ignoring the fact that I'm in a towel. <laughs> Um, and I was I was FaceTiming with people. I was talking to my friends. Rob Kadar- Rob Kardashian and Black China were having a meltdown on Instagram. Which so he was keeping you entertained. Totally kept me entertained. Um, so that happened, and and uh, you know I did some touristy things and everything. But bottom, I mean, the bottom line was more than once I felt like um, a couple of things. You, I felt like I really have forgiven my mom, you know, that all that childhood um, trauma and, you know, everything, um, she did the best she could. Right. And if she hadn't done what she had done, I wouldn't be who I am. And I like myself, which is new for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, I, I talk about gratitude all the time. I write about gratitude, but I literally feel like it all just kind of clicked like yeah for me. in Paris, in Paris yeah. yeah and I think that whole like pro- trajectory with your mom has been a long time like it's not like wow mm, yeah. it just happened yeah I'm last week up here did I haven't told you that. no you're moving that is That's really huge. that yeah. is really putting the past behind that you. is really putting the past. I'm moving her up here to I, I saw her I flew out of Miami so I, I visited her and and it was the, it was a beautiful moment because I, I saw the situation she was in, and you know when you have a parent with dementia, Alzheimer's, whatnot, in a nursing home, I think it's uh, you have to have someone constantly there. They have to have some an advocate of some kind yes. that's like yes. looking out for them. And my siblings, you know, tried the best they could, but they have full time jobs, and right. they you know went in the evening. So basically, I showed up, and I was like, wait the stuff I bought her, the stuff I bought her, it it was kind of gone, you know, and um, I just got very suspicious, and I just, my gut was... It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Wow, that's a big step. So when is she coming up? Uh, As soon as I can get her. I'm in the process of... Finding a place for her here. Finding a place and getting all that uh, transferred. My brother's going to transfer power of attorney and and all that, and I, you know, I spoke to them, and... But the decision wasn't... It wasn't that it was light like I just took it it was right like mm-hmm. it felt right in my soul and my it, it felt like closure mm-hmm. if that makes any sense like of course my mom has to come live with me and I'm going to take care of her and her aging which again if you're just tuning into this podcast now you're like what the fuck <laughs> you're a decent yeah I think but I think you're right like I think that is like for everybody I mean some people their mom relationships are worse and better but like I think everybody somewhere down the line realizes 
they were just doing the best they could at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope that, like, our children give us the same <laughs> grace later on. We're just doing the best we can. I always kind of tell my kids, like, I don't really care because I already know that they got it better than I did. So it's like, I know I'm screwing up. I screw up on the daily. I don't beat you. So So I know. I was was thinking, actually, you know, my my favorite, like, I don't even know the exact quote, but my favorite mom quote is like, you know, raising children is not a souffle, it's a stew. Uh, You know, like one mistake with a souffle and it's ruined, but a stew is, you know, you add, you take out, you add, you know, and then I think a couple of weeks ago, I was seriously thinking that I had screwed up the stew. <laughs> I'm like, the stew sucks. <laughs> and not from them, for me. Yeah, like, yeah. not that they suck. It's just like that I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing yeah. even this late in it. So, you know, motherhood, or I, I should probably say parenting, no book. I don't care how many books there are out there. No book <laughs> prepares you for it. And um, you're, we're all fall, is fallible, the right? Yeah, word? Fallible. We're fallible. So we're gonna inherently fuck them up, like you know, not totally, not completely, yeah. but we're gonna make mistakes because no one's perfect. And um, it's, you know, I think, I think the best you can do is love them, right? You know, and um, you know, if it wasn't for my mother being an awful mother and I, right. I mean I again I've forgiven her and everything I'm not trying to be ugly but she was horrific <laughs> right and it's changed how you feel as a mother yourself like it, it just all makes, like com- yeah like what's the word you're you know determined not to repeat the same patterns yeah my uh, brother recently on Facebook there was this game going around where you post it you know now they have like a gif that you can put a gif on the uh-huh. on the facebook feed so he's like put a gif up to tell me about your our relationship or something related to us and the gif i put up was from um that movie what's that movie called mommy dearest where she's like no more wire hangers oh, we're reading that book <laughs> so, and he laughed and you know that's something siblings understand when you have that history and that past and um you know yeah i was actually talking to my aunt her sister recently in this trip to Miami and she told me the story I never knew about my mom and I love I love stories about my mom which was that her first wedding she was married three times her first one was like the town's biggest wedding and and the event it was an event and it was the inauguration of this big hall and they gave it to her for free because it was the inauguration and my aunt was saying um how she had all these bridesmaids and they were wearing these and mind you this is Honduras (laughs) (laughs) my family's dirt ass poor (laughs) right but she's all the bridesmaids had um big hats and it was just this huge event and my cousin's like well you know weren't the sisters the bridesmaids and she's like I don't even know if we were invited (laughs) um and I hadn't heard that story and um you know she also told me the other story my mom um you know, a few times throughout my life had said that she wished she had aborted me when she had the chance. <laughs> Super sweet. <laughs> like so on a nurturing. Hallmark card <laughs> so somewhere. Um, that she had, you, you know. laugh. I know. <laughs> but I didn't know, I never really thought it was true. I thought she was just being, you know. Mean. Mean. Yeah. Um, but my aunt was like, confirmed it. She's like, oh no, I was, it's true. <laughs> and I was the one that told your dad and, you know, stopped. And I'm like, Thea. I'm here for because of you. So, um, oh gosh, yeah. 
I don't know what to, th- uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but those are the things that you've had to work through, like, and many, 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 and more. many more. Right. And, you know, and it's not the worst story out there as far right. as mother issues. And um, it's most certainly not the best story, but it's the story I was, I was given. And because of everything that happened, it's where I am now. And it's like, now I'm just, I mean, I, I posted today, I think I posted on Facebook, I'm like, I, I might have a brain tumor. I don't know, because I'm so fucking happy. And I'm not used to it. I'm not, I'm not drinking, I'm not on drugs, I'm not taking it. I mean, it's like... You're like, why am I feeling so good? Like yesterday, you, you know, I'm sorry. By the way, I'm sorry. I, I public gave public displays of affection. Why yesterday. are you sorry? That was so sweet. But yesterday, I just felt like what was happening was, let me back up I, yesterday I felt the need to go through my hundreds of list of friends which at halfway through I'm like what the fuck and you know I had to keep going because I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. you didn't want to leave anybody out oh my I know actually I saw a few scroll through in my feed and I was like I wonder like how long this <laughs> it took me hours <laughs> and if she's drinking wine I, I, I got I got are you suicidal are you drinking wine um are you high no just um, like 13 reasons why <laughs> what's going on what happened uh, podcast listeners is I was just so happy I was right. just so happy yesterday and you had the Paris glow yeah I had the Paris after glow, glow like, I guess reunited with my children and um actually it was you know, some shit started happening in politics, and I could I could see a trend, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, things are gonna get ugly again. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just wanted to tell people, you know, like, what would I tell someone if they were dying? Like, what would what would I if I was never gonna see them again? And so I started sending Facebook messages or posting Facebook messages with just kind thoughts, you know, and I it it there were a lot. <laughs> Um, but it just felt so good. It just yeah. felt good to like let people know I love you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for. Was, I thought it was really sweet. You know, I, I really did. And I was. I'm just kidding about the wine because I know you, and so I know that that was just what you were feeling in the moment. I was just. It was like I was showered and just. But gratitude. you know, the thing is, is like um, you never know, like what that meant to somebody. Like just to get that message, because yeah. I get I have been trying to not be on Facebook quite as as much. Like I'll go on at least every day, but not like just check it and so. But I do get a notification on email if somebody tags me in a post or like puts something picture. on my wall or something. Mm-hmm. And so I get an email. It's like Marisol Sanchez. <laughs> so I can't remember what it said. They're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> click. What is she doing? <laughs> What's she doing? What's but it was so sweet. It was, oh, I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. You're very sweet. And like people, you never know what that might have meant to somebody, you know, yeah, that might be know. not having a great, actually, I, as great a post Paris glow yeah. as you are yeah. having. Yeah. There were actually a handful that got back to me to tell me how much mm-hmm. they, they needed that that day for whatever reason nice words are ever regretted you shouldn't I regret know. I wish words. we spent yeah. more time doing that than instead of the opposite you yeah. know bitching and complaining but I've just you know with my mom and you know I was telling you before we got on mic yesterday was kind of a weird day because there's one person in my life who you know can still irritate me likes to bring it down likes to you know <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, I wasn't even irritated it was like I just I'm feeling so happy. I just feel, you know, bringing my mom. It, it's not a big, it's not like a, like 
five years ago, I would be freaking the fuck. I would I I wouldn't be doing it. First of all, I wouldn't be bringing her back to to North Carolina. But to bring her, it, it just felt it feels effortless. It feels like oh, this is absolutely the right thing to do. Um, and the, and even the idea of like seeing her daily, I'm like, you know what? I could watch some telenovelas with her and bring it back to like when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy. Yeah, it's, I might just bring it all full circle for you too. I hope. I hope so. I think so because since the dementia's kicked in, she's very nice Sweet. to me. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't remember who you are. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't remember who I am, but she doesn't. She doesn't. Oh, you know, hit me with the uppercut verbally anymore. Um, and even if she does, if she does have those moments, they don't affect me like the person that irritates me. They don't. It doesn't. You know, doesn't get inside. It doesn't get inside. White used to. It doesn't get inside, and I don't know. I just, again, I might have a brain tumor, but <laughs> I, I authentically feel just happy with my life, yeah. like everything. Um, you know, well, so Paris suited you. Paris for sure. did something. Every time I've taken a trip, I do have this like uh, a trip basically on my own, not a vacation. Right. Like, a self-study of something I'm air quoting as I'm talking um, I come back you know when I went to India I came back more secure in my relationship with what I believe to be God and so on and so on and this trip I was like you know what I fucking have a great life and, mm-hmm. and you know writing I've never felt I never called myself a writer I've never I mean I would dream of it secretly maybe wanting to be a writer now I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't care if I never make a dime from it, but that's what I... You're still a writer. I'm a writer. Um, and I know I am because I get the feedback. Thank you very much, by the way, for all the feedback. That makes me feel like, yeah. I'm right. <laughs> well, you're writing and people are reading it. I don't even think people reading it disqualifies you as a, from being a writer. Yeah. A writer is just someone who writes. They yeah. Feel, right. They have to write, yeah. Yeah. And um, so that's been... that. It was just all good. It was all good, and... You know, it also cemented for me, you know, I've never, the whole time, um, yeah, that was the breakthrough. That was, that was my breakthrough was, um, I, I definitely forgave my mom. I think that was, like you said, it was already happening, but mm-hmm. pre, like right before I went to Paris, I'm like, she's coming to live with me. All those issues are, are really just noise. They're not mm-hmm. there. Um, but the breakthrough I had was like, I really like myself, <laughs> which I know sounds stupid. And again, if you're a first time listener, you're like, what the fuck am I listening to? But if you're a long time listener to say those words and to mean them is just, and you know, I mean, I couldn't make eye contact with people for my twenties and thirties. <laughs> <Just Right. laughs> I look away. Yeah. I didn't think I was worth shit. You know, I just didn't. You know, when your mother wound is as deep as mine was, when your mother basically, you know, tells you, I wish I'd aborted you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you might have some issues about self-worth, and I've struggled with that for many years. And, you know, I just kind of feel like I, I can check that one off the yeah the box. Like, I've, I've done the work. I've done five years of therapy. I've, yeah, I, I That's told awesome. You. Yeah. I've had two therapists go like, you know what, you don't, you you're, don't need therapy. You're, you're graduated. You're, you're good. Yeah. Um, I love to hear all your stories, and they're a lot of fun. 
don't need to pay <laughs> me anymore. Need, yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. It is <laughs> nice. You have somebody actually tell you that. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, see you next week. <laughs> we'll continue. Um, but the other, like, the thing that kind of, and this will, I want your opinion on the interesting thing was, when I was in Paris, I, I was like, I think I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to and I say date. I know I've dated people, but right. I've never. You've never met someone I've gone out with. You're one of my best friends. Yeah. I. I, I think I've met one of them once, like in passing. Right. In passing. Well, yeah. That, yeah. I, I think one came to our Fourth oh, of July yeah. party. Okay. Yeah. But like that yeah. was it. That was it. And it was yeah. There's no you know vetting of. Right. Yeah, there's no let's meet for drinks or anything yeah. like that. None of them, you know, met my kids except, you know, one in passing again as well. Um, so maybe consciously I was saying, oh, yeah, I'm dating. I'm doing the normal thing after a divorce. But subconsciously I was like, no, <laughs> you're not ready. You're not. You're just, you know, and, and true to form, I kept the people I fell for, the people I actually liked, were the same people of my past, which weren't necessarily kind mm-hmm. um and i'm not insulting all of them i'm just saying i f- tend to have a pattern of letting people be unkind to me um and then falling in love with them for <laughs> then loving them even more yeah the more unkind they are the more they're fixable and yeah and yeah I'm, and i'm gonna make them love me and that's and my make them yeah that's my mom issue like you know i my mom your mother is who teaches you about love and the love I was taught was that and I mean it's it's not does not take a degree in psychology to connect the dots um but this time when I was in Paris I was like I think I'm I'm ready like I, I really feel not only would I not fall in love with that I'll even make it I'll even tell you this much I don't think I'll have sex with someone until I'm like really I know isn't that like (laughs) like I don't even what what yeah like that's not a it's I'm I'm ready for a healthy relationship right and um that's good yeah and I'm ready um I'm, I'm excited the idea to fall in love like to be open to it when you're not open to it and when you're open to it it's two different sides of a coin and it took me a long time to get to this point where I'm like oh my god like I can't wait right to meet him where are you (laughs) (laughs) maybe he's outside this library room right now checking out a book god I hope not I look dreadful (laughs) I stink to high hell um no, but I'm, I'm, it would be a meet cute. <laughs> it would be a very short lived um, day. It's 92 degrees outside. Yeah, I, I hope not because. Um, uh, we're laughing because Marisol just checked the timer to see how long we've been talking. And, and it, I, did, she didn't start it. I didn't but start that's it. Okay. That's okay. Um, well, I, you know, you always ask me like what I thought. And I always thought like you would go sort of through these relationships or even see somebody for a while, and then you come and say, "I'm just not ready for a relationship," and I'm just not ready to date. I don't need to be in a relationship, and um, and I always thought that that wasn't true. That like you just picked the wrong people to be in relationships with 
But I think now, after spending a lot of time with you, that that's sort of the sort of the same thing. Yeah. Actually, yeah. is that you're picking people? It's all like therapy couch kind of stuff. But like you're picking the wrong people because you don't think you're ready for a relation. You know, you're not ready for a relationship. I think them. I was picking the wrong because I was genuinely attracted to all these guys. Yeah. Um, I think I was picking them because you know I'm. A, Attracted <laughs> to red flags. <laughs> to red flags. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah. yeah. Um, or what? I, I almost want to say I was attracted because even now, you know, I have a lot more male friends, and you know, not so much anymore. Like now, they have their shit, and I'm like, you know, you got. Well, you like you. I think maybe you are attracted to red flags, but like it seems like over your course since you've been divorced is that like you recognize those red flags and get them out of your life faster yes instead of letting the red flag linger and linger and linger and do all their red flag waving yes crap and um for a long time and then it just gets shorter and shorter before you sort of recognize the red flag and yeah and i mean when i say i don't think i was ready to date I, i do feel like i authentically wasn't ready to date in the sense that you know, when the divorce happened, it was such a, you know, shit show of destruction in my life and in my family and in, in my marriage that, you know, and I've said this many times, I was like, I'm going to rebuild. And if I'm going to rebuild, I'm going to, you know, $6 million woman this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, I think the podcast, I think the, blo- like, you know, you've known me so long, so I would never have done this. 10 no. years ago, 15 years ago. I, I would never have blogged. I would never have Snapchatted me in a towel stuck outside, you know. <laughs> um, my birthday is coming up. I'm nor- My MO for my birthday is a trigger. A month before my birthday, I'm usually triggered knowing that my birthday is coming up. And not because of age, not because I'm getting older, but because of my childhood shit. Don't like attention Right. Um, I never felt worthy of being celebrated. <laughs> right. Of being the center of attention on yes. your birthday. On my birthday. Um, and it, I'm like, yay! It's <laughs> coming! <laughs> like, I can't wait to log on to Facebook and see everyone tell me happy birthday. And it's, I'm not consumed with, you know, um, I don't know, those ghosts or those. And I, I wish I could articulate how good I feel, but I just feel like this huge weight's been lifted off of me. Like, um, you know, I'm not saying that I'm happy 100% of the time. I don't know anyone that is. Um, I definitely feel like I'm grateful 96% of the time, like anything. And even an asshole text from someone or email, I can find something to be grateful <laughs> for about the situation. Like, um, even, you know, if someone posts something, you know, even, you know, when I rarely do but when i log on and look at stuff about politics i can be grateful take it all i can take it in and you know not it doesn't stick to me anymore um so i don't know yay me yay you that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) or i may have a brain tumor (laughs) stay tuned That would be fucking hilarious. It? it would not. It would not be hilarious at all. Okay, it would be hilarious, but it would be a story. So why don't you close with your favorite thing in Paris? My favorite thing in Paris. Um, 
Well, besides the food, oh my yeah. god. Well, that could, I mean, that could be your favorite. That, it's probably the food, and you know, you know me, I'm not a huge wine drinker, but mm-hmm. for some reason, the wine tastes better there. The wine, well, you know why the wine tastes Mm-mm. better? Because they don't put preservatives in it, oh. and we have to have preservatives in our wine. That damn you, FDA, and um, but they don't have preservatives in their wines, so that's why you, it tastes better, and also why you don't get hangovers. I, I mean, I loved it. I drink, yeah. and I'm, again, I'm not a huge wine drinker, and I was drinking rosé and, and so breads fun. all, yeah, all, all day long. <laughs> yeah, the food is really. The food was it was amazing. The writing, the weather was amazing. It was like 76, 82. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, I think my favorite moment, something was happening here. I can't remember what. Some, our president tweeted something or. Uh, <laughs> that could be any day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he did something. And uh, someone in a cafe was like, um, when they realized I was American, like, you're American. I was like, yeah. And like, your president has a small penis or suffers <laughs> from having a small penis or something like that. And I was like, I love the French. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a good time. And, you know, I hope anyone listening who ever, you know, has issues, any childhood issues, I hope they can think about working their way through mm-hmm. it because it does feel good on the other side yeah awesome so there you go people that's my (laughs) paris trip thanks guys for listening bye parlez-vous francais no that's okay just be sure to subscribe to this podcast and then check out marisol's blog at shityoucantmakeup.com or find her on instagram at marisol's podcast and of course on facebook I'm Sean, the producer, and you can hear me on my podcast, Dadson, D-A-D-S-O-N, funny and candid conversations between a father and a son about something. We'll see you next time.